thank you for listening to the second episode from Here First Productions. This month's release is Story, a darkly comic office drama. To hear more from the creative team behind each production, be sure to listen to our follow-up conversation episodes where we chat with the creators. But until then, enjoy the show. Will he be long? He's on with New York right now. It shouldn't be much longer. Joan, hey, you busy? Uh, Kinda. He needs these files checked and processed by EOD. End of day? What are you doing here? Sterling's called me in. Not not about Matheson's. Look, hey, I really appreciate a second pair of eyes on my proposal by EOD. I'm really sorry, Danny. I just don't have time. Not today. Damn. You know what wind-winnowing is, Danny? It's an old method used to separate the crops that grow from those that don't. People know it now as separating the wheat from the chaff. You've heard of it? Yes, sir. So you know what's happening around here. Wheat, chaff, profit, expenditure. Heavy scrutiny from the top dogs is forcing my hand. You heard about Matheson. He was chaff. Too limp. You could cut him down with a butter knife. How long were you working under him? Since I started, so five years. And two years since flying solo. Three in May. Three in May, huh? Drink? Not having one, sir. Still on Atlantic time. Then I really shouldn't. Danny, this is an 18-year-old Glenn Grant. It doesn't get decanted twice. Eight years in May. And we don't really know one another, do we? You got kids? The first is on the way. Nervous? Nothing too scary. And life around the office? Nothing too trying? Nothing I can't handle. Two years flying solo. Seven years in total. Eight in May. How many building proposals do you think that is? Mm, Tough to say. Not as many as Matheson, though, that's for sure. He's chaff, Daniel. Chaff. Never compare yourself to chaff. Well, of course. Refill? I shouldn't. Come on! What else are Fridays for? Well, if you insist. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know why I brought you in. I have my suspicions. The Houston deal was about to go through and Matheson was leading the charge. My guess, and this is just a guess, is that you're looking for a fresh crop to seal the deal. Someone who knows how Matheson thinks. Perhaps someone who can fly solo. Someone who thinks he could use an extra zero on his paycheck before a little rascal arrives, I bet. <laughs> and I do like a betting man. <laughs> oh, that really is a good drop. How about another? I'm fine, and I mean it this time. You're fine. Of course you are. Seven years without finding a glass ceiling is enough time for anyone to find their comfort zone. Eight in May. Quiet. You know what fine really means, Daniel? Satisfactory. Okay. So fucking so. In other words, you're here earning five figures a year by being, by your own admission, as mediocre as they come. Uh, I don't think that's fair. Fair would be what you really are. Subpar, below average, inconsistent. 
In fact, fine is your peak. You don't look happy. All right, it's test time. A building developer who's wasted eight years, nearly a quarter of his life, in a 50-foot square cubicle has to sit down and write a building proposal. How does he spell story? Story? S-T-O-R-E-Y. Well, congratulations. Here I was thinking you hit a typo, maybe an autocorrect error. But no, Mr. Eight Fucking Years can't pass basic literacy. Here's a clue. You're currently sitting on the top floor of this 18 S-T-O-R-Y building. Hold on. A building you might as well jump from if you want to save one shred of dignity. We're busy. I know, but you needed these approved by the end of the day, and I didn't want to keep you. Where's Carol? Bathroom? Typical. I think the morning sickness has turned up early, or late, or... She's not at her desk. Bring them here. Scotch? Busy day, huh? Get out! These all look good. Thank you, sir. What's that accent? East Coast? Jersey, sir. Till the last two years. Two years, huh? Well, tell me, my little Miss Jersey. How do you spell story? That depends. S-T-O-R-Y, a bedtime tale for kids. S-T-O-R-E-Y, the levels of a building. See? Except... Wait, what? If you're dealing with overseas clients like we do, the spelling changes to S-T-O-R-Y. Or it should do because it avoids confusion. You pick up on these things when you're proofing for Matheson. And what would you say the fallout from something like that could be? Anything from a late-night rant from the Manchester branch to Florida pulling the plug. I've dealt with both. Because of Matheson? Because of whoever's still making the error. Sorry, are you part of this interview? Interview? This was just a get-to-know-you-from-boss-to-employee, Daniel. A how-do-you-do-on-a-Friday-evening. Then why is she here? Because she is doing her job, and she is making sure I's are dotted and T's are crossed before she goes home to her own scotch. Wait, wait, what's this? It's got your name on it. Does it? That's my fault, sir. Oh? I heard you tell Daniel that it needed to be done, and I knew that he was in here with you. So I picked up where he left off. I can see from the handwriting. And the spelling. Hold on. You said you were too busy. But I know how important it was. So you stepped up to the plate. What did you say your name was? Joan. Joan. Wait outside. Come through when Daniel and me are done. It shouldn't be long. Of course. If only all the team was like you, my job would be a hell of a lot easier. Sadly, most of the staff like you gets lazy five days of the month. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Sir, let me explain. The work, the spelling. My proofreader was out, and... Your proofer? Your proofer? You coast through your job, leeching on my budget for eight years, costing God knows how many proposals with your lack of basic English, and now you're trying to tell me your proofers to blame? Mr. Sterling, uh, mate, Bradley. Here are your options. Number one, you take ownership of your mistakes and you walk out of here with your P-45 and your head held high. Number two. You blame your proofer, and I hold you personally responsible for not training them better. 
Jane out there. Two years and she's learned how things work around here. And she's got the balls to show it. You can't fire me. You know what? You're right. I can't fire you because I still need grunts in your department to lick stamps and deliver mail. So I'll tell you what. I've got proof and witnesses to you drinking on the job during working hours. I've got at least two years of proposals that display documented incompetence. And if you really want to fight it, I can claim you offered to give me anything from a black eye to a sucked dick so you can keep food on the table if you're a little missy and her bun in the oven. So you'll put to bed any further ideas of promotion as you spend the next seven, oh, excuse me, eight years learning how to do your job right and contemplating my generous fucking nature that I'm not putting your head on the block. You absolute... What? Absolute what? You know exactly what. Don't play games. You know exactly what you were doing in there. Danny, I did the work you asked me to do. Isn't that what you wanted? I almost got sacked! Uh, Joan, he's ready for you now. I think he's waiting for me. Just tell me why. What did I do? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing! For two years, I have been busting my ass here, watching you breeze through the same job as me, just waiting your turn to rise through the ranks. Suddenly a job comes available, and you two are in there drinking scotch all buddy-buddy, toasting another mediocre middle manager getting handed a golden key to the executive bathroom just because he stands up to piss. That's sexist. Sexist! When I have taken Matthewson's job and I am running the department the way it should be, Sterling's guard will go down. Then I'll get recorded proof and you'll read in every national publication what sexism really is around here. Uh, Joan? The tides are changing, Daniel. Soon all the relics like Sterling will be seen for what they really are. And people like you need to decide whether to keep coasting along, treading water, or make some decisions and keep up with the flow. But I didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. But what did you do right? You've been listening to the Here First production of Story, written by Luke Shelley and adapted for the podcast by Craig Busek, Shelley Snyder and Michael Kennedy. Daniel Beck was played by Michael Kennedy, Joan Whitlock by Shelley Snyder and Bradley Sterling by Nigel Barber. To hear more from the podcast, go to herefirstproductions.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at herefirstprod. And finally, subscribe to the podcast via your preferred streaming app.